Good evening, lazy and lazy to lazy to build. <laughs> Off to a flyer here, son. Off to a flyer. Well, let me just break it down for you, right? Tonight we were supposed to have Tim Ballard interview, um, but what happened was he was flying EJ, EasyJet or whoever. Um, I had an experience with that recently where my flight got delayed. It was only like an hour, though, so I just sat and had ramen, and the ramen was pish because it was at, like the New Year field or something like that. Anyway. <laughs> and, and it's fucking ramen. It's not... Well, ramen, no, no, ramen's good. <laughs> ramen is good, but the ramen I had because it was in a, like a Witherspoons. Like, if you're going to get ramen, go to a place that's proper, that would day ramen, and you know they're just not going to take it out of a packet. Yeah. Right. I was going. I was going to say you order ramen and Weatherspoons. You're getting super noodles with no fucking sashi ah, in it. Ah, right. And I'm sure they just. I'm sure they just went into the sink and was like, "What from everybody else's meals have fallen into the drain that we can't be fucked?" They've got Scooped one of the. Wee, they've got one of the wee drain sieves. They just ah, left ah, it out and pour it onto somebody's plate and stick it in the microwave for a minute and a half. That was my ramen. Anyway, you can ram it up your ass. <laughs> I can ram that. Um, so I, Tim Ballard was actually <laughs> on a flight that was delayed to hell. And what that done was we were in a queue of interviews that day that he had honoured. And it got it got tanned because there was nothing we could do about it. There was nothing that could happen because he was on a flight and it's just the way of it. Matthew Mann, seeing you again. Welcome to the show, Matthew Mann, as always. So, I, so big Matthew Mann, how is the nun too? <laughs> I know. Um, sorry, so, so the flight got postponed, eh, no, postponed, delayed, and then what happened was we never got an interview because it, but it's not a never happening thing, it's we'll get back to you with a better date. Um, and next week we actually have Ryan Hendrick who has created a film that looks actually banging. Sometimes you, you'll just be mm. and a film will stand out to you, and see when it's got woods, it's set in Scotland, and it just has that, that. I wouldn't say enchanting feeling, but it has that shit's going to go down and I can't even <laughs> see it. It has that about it, and I'm looking forward to that next week. Could we maybe get a trailer for that film during this episode at some point? Is that something um, you could, you could possibly, do? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I've got it. I've got it. So, aye, we will. We'll play it towards the end. That. We'll play it towards the end when we invite all of you guys to come next week. Uh, we are live on Twitch, Facebook, everywhere that pretty much does live podcasts. We're there. Hi. Um, so I next week tune in as we will we will chat the boss after Ryan Hendrick about what it's like to make an indie film. Um, you know, ten times the budget goes into a lot of the stuff you see on Netflix. So the real wizardry is how you do it and how you do it on a budget and make it look like it was done ten times its budget. Mm -hmm. And that, from what I've seen so far, looks like that. So I'm looking forward to that next week. Are you, Jamie? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen what can be done with minuscule budget when you're talented. Mm -hmm. Dick Dynamite. That's what Dick can be Dynamite. That, good night's sleep. <laughs> of course, a good night's sleep. Of course. Uh, talent. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. <laughs> just, just <saying. laughs> I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. Uh, Michael Comiskey says the macaroni out of spoons is the hind stuff you get from a tin. Are you shocked? Jan says, hello, can I, can I come on you live now? Well, Jan. Well, I think right, this is Jan, so she does not mean can she come on this show. She... <laughs>
man. What's, what's that? I've never heard that before, Kevin. What's that? <laughs> I don't know. It was sent to me. I said, play this. <laughs> it's Jan's official theme song, man. Andy Gibbs says, hello, guys. Matthew says, quite liked it. Good bit of scary nunnery. <laughs> Which is like, everybody's ever said that. I'm I've never seen it. a nun that's not scary. Do you know what I mean? Andy Gibbs, hi. <laughs> you, you walk about looking like an old film. There's a problem. <laughs> Jan Gibb in the chat here, look. He's coming on to you, Andy. Andy Gibb, hi. <laughs> oh, Andy's going to get fired right in about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then by by week two. <laughs> Killing it the night, right? Killing it the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys just throw them up. We knock them out of the park. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so tonight, tonight, uh, I mean, I did kind of trap you all a wee bit by making you think it was Kev versus J Mac. I mean, we're not essentially in competition with each other. It's just me. I'm going to throw a ton of stuff J Mac's way, and he's going to struggle under the light. Um, I'm going to challenge him to answer 20 questions in a row. Correct. I'm curious as to how deep you've gone with this. If it's going to be something like. Who directed Dennis the Menace? Or Dennis as we know it. Or Dennis. if you're going to go uh, rogue and you're going to go deep into the trivia stuff and I'm just going to be like, I don't know who was the fucking production designer for the little <laughs> rascals. Uh, so <laughs> we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. Nah, it's uh, to be fair, I gave you some really easy ones here, man. Gave you some really easy ones because there's some hard ones in there, I know. So I thought I'll get Jan said. <laughs> Wait, no, oh no, I should I should actually have this all assigned to a button. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm sure my wife had her TikTok on one day, right? And on it it said, Watch your husband's face. Three, two, one. Right. At which point I went like this. And she's like, Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you look round? You're like, oh, that's uh, Stairway to Heaven. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> How many copyright heaven. strikes do you get? We'll, we'll get for Pornhub. <laughs> I'm hoping not many. I think even with copyright, I think as long as you're under like 30 seconds, you know. <laughs> that tends to be me watching Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh god so i so i'm just gonna crack right into this right <laughs> no fun intended right <laughs> okay i believe um, you uh and what we'll do as well we will just kind of chat a wee bit we'll jibber jabber about some of the films because the 90s was a glorious time for movies mate i actually mm. love films i can love films, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the film-based podcast will be doing for like <laughs> <last of> years. <laughs> uh, so five I'm years, ask you by the way. Five years. Scary, man. It's bananas. Scary. bananas. Feels like it, mate. Which means we've consistently been putting it jibber jabber for five years. Nobody, nobody does it better. Hmm. Jibber jabber podcast. Nobody, nobody, nobody does it better. I don't get it. There'll be something there that I've missed, right? Come back to me. And in with the show. <laughs> what 1994 film directed 
by Quentin Tarantino revitalised John Travolta's career. Ooh, look who's talking to. <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That'll be Pulp Fiction. Because um, uh... I'll tell you why I know that. Because it was directed by Quentin Tarantino. It came out in 1994. It's got John Travolta in it. And it revitalised his career. <laughs> That's how I know that. That's <laughs> just fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> You're correct, J Mac. Well done. Uh, I know. It's nice to be correct every now and again. Normally, when you, like any any time in the past when you've done one of these quizzes with me, I've been sitting there going, I definitely know this. And you're just like, false. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice. Listen. It's nice to actually to get this going. Well, I did say I was going to give you a couple easy ones. Right. Uh, and that was one of them. Will the next okay. one be easy though. Will the next one be easy? Let's 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 put a wee a wee bit of trivia about Pulp Fiction. What what trivia do you know? Danny, look it up. We're, this is purely a jibber jabber here. We're just talking. You're not actually going to look mm. it up. We're just going to say right. Here's something for you that I know. Okay. Um, there is... Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh sorry. Actually... So, oh, okay. sorry, mate. Oh, no, I didn't realize. No, no. I didn't realize you were actually going to tell me something. I thought you were just. Oh, no, 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 no. Well. You go. So, you go. Yours will be um, better. Go. Mine is what is in the briefcase, right? Because uh -huh. it is, it's never stated at all during the entire film what is in that briefcase. Mm -hmm. Now, I think to the the kind of regular moviegoer, movie watcher, like myself when I first seen the film, I thought, oh, it's full of gold bullion or something. That's just the sunlight bouncing off the gold and it's shining in folks' faces. No, there's a theory that it's Marcellus Wallace's soul that's in that briefcase. Mm -hmm. And Unlike it was pulled out of the back of his neck from underneath that plaster that he's got, which just so happens to be covering up a scar that Ving Rhames actually has. So that's my wee bit of trivia for Pulp Fiction. You there think you it's actually Ving Rhames' soul? Uh, Marcellus Wallace's soul. Ah, that's the same guy. That's just a theory, which means it's probably pish. Most theories are pish. I know how they got the soul, mate. I know how the soul came at him. It was fucking oh. bumped him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, on that note, we'll go, we'll go to question number two tonight. What, what, what was the tune that was playing at that moment? At that point, we're... well, he's getting rammed. Aye. We'll start with the big. We'll start with the big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Titanic 1997 what is the fictional name of the heart-shaped blue diamond that Rose and Jack are searching for well Kevin <laughs> it's the heart of the ocean isn't it no, oh I was, was waiting I was hoping for was... a ding I was no. hoping for a ding there I'm like ding no, ding mate it was heart of the ocean, not the heart of the ocean. Wrong. I call a mistrial. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Correct, J Mac. Heart of the ocean. So that's two, two so far. You're gonna get like, are you gonna get all the way to question twenty and be right? I think I'll get twenty to twenty here. I don't care what you throw at me, mate. Titanic happens to be something that I'm quite fascinated about. I actually built this wee, this wee bad boy, right? And it's not even so much. The movie is great, right? It's amazing. But the actual Titanic itself fascinates the hell out of me. I don't know mm -hmm. why, because I'm leaving a boat. I'm leaving a boat guy. It's more a 
I wonder what all their bodies were like. <laughs> Heading down <laughs> to the bottom of the, the ocean that night. I'm that kind of guy, eh? Probably a bit like this. Like... No! You think they were like... Do you think maybe while they were like, she's just stuck in a room, okay? And then you're in the Titanic. You're like, well, we're going down. You're like, oh, there's my telephone off its side and all that, right? Oh, I I'm doubt they had a telly on it, by the way. I'm just How? saying that, you know. I'm, I'm seriously doubting there was any tellies on the Titanic. Right, okay. There's my mirror <laughs> fell off my side cabinet, that's, right? That's my lucky. There's my wireless fell. <laughs> that's my tranny away. <laughs> Guy's like, ah, bitch. <laughs> Guy with tits is like, bitch, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you just committed a hate crime. <laughs> Do you know? Fun fact: Seb actually has got a big bruised arm because he got in a fight yesterday. He says, "Big, he go, a big woman come to me. She has teeth. She's like, hey, hey, how's it going? I he, I say, hi, how, how's it? How's you? And she say, I'm okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then the... uh, maybe I shouldn't have said how's it hanging <laughs> <laughs> but anyway somebody was trying to be quite horrible to the person that was obviously trans so Seb was like you're out and then had to like drag the boy out and his arm got all bashed up so points for Seb man points for Seb. <laughs> mean, meanwhile the person that he's kicking that person out for is kicking shit out the guy <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing beating up my bouncer you prick I'm juggling recovery <laughs> Eat between the tits, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I want you uh, in my room. <laughs> well, that took a dark turn. <laughs> it really did. Really uh, did. So I was saying, I, I, I often wonder what it was like being in the room of a sinking Titanic. Like, do you think they're like, no? For <laughs> me, it's the show in the film. Remember the bit with the old couple just lying ah, on the I, bed? They're just yeah, yeah, but their fate. The thing brutal. is, though. It didn't happen like that always. They must have come fleeing at that bed at some point. That's the bit I want to know about. <laughs> yeah, but, the bit. I was going to say that. Like, the, the, water's, the water's pouring in from one side. They're lying there pretty happy. I'm like, at some point, they ended up on the side wall. <laughs> I get, still, like, still conscious, gone, no. It's like that bed right. is quite comfy. This is fresh. Right, like, it paints it in quite a nice light that they're all hugged up and that, oh, we'll die together and that. No. Because it, like twenty minutes later, they were like getting scrambled out of that room. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I love how we could just laugh at an international tragedy. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's not like it's too soon. It was a while back, but fucking hell. <laughs> no, it's leaving that. It's more so like um, it, we're we're just laughing at the the adaptation of it, not actually it. We're laughing at the film. Of course, and those folk didn't die. So. Kev. Kev, see the first time you watched like, you might struggle to remember the first time you watched it because you weren't born that long before it came out. When did, Mate, what age were you when you first seen Titanic? I was six because that's what age I was when it came out. Mate, right. and I, I do remember the first time I ever seen it. I do. I don't think you'll remember. I don't think your dark sense of humor will have developed by that age to laugh when the guy bounced off the fan on the way down. Not the fan, the propeller. It's still a fan though, right? <laughs> Um, I don't think I was laughing at that point. No, I, I think I was more in shock because I was I was a wee boy at that point. Eh? It's quite um, it's quite amazing how bad some of the special effects are in it. Ah, when you look at it now, now but hey, it still, hasn't aged very well. I went to see Jurassic Park at the IMAX yesterday. I? Um, in how 3D, was that? and uh, that film holds up like fuck. By the way. Well, I'm going to see it on the 29th with a full orchestra. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Oh, you lucky boy. 30th anniversary for Jurassic Park this week for anybody that wasn't feeling quite old enough before they started watching this show. 30 fucking years ago. That Aye. film came out. I had to get taken out of here the first time I went to see it. I was too scared. I was what too a scared. Pansy. I, had, I had to get removed. I had to get removed. Right, well, well, I'm going to, I can't wait. 29th, Usher Hall, full orchestra, doing the John Williams stuff live while it plays. Um, had had to get it. <laughs> had to get it. So I'm looking forward to that. But I, Titanic remains one of those absolute masterpieces. Um, I would say so. I'm looking forward to bringing it back at the cinema at some point because I need to see that on the, the Mahusive screen. You ready for question number three? I am. I am. Wait, answer along in the comments. I see you all watching, but no one's commenting the answers. Um, try get try get in there before J-Mac, all right? So question three. Who played the titular character in the 1999 film The Matrix? <laughs> Wait a minute. I've got issues with this question. First of all, I love the fact that you were trying to work out how to pronounce titular. And, <laughs> and I also love the fact that you still don't know what it means. Right? <laughs> Rubbish. Because there is nobody in that film called The Matrix, which is what a titular character would be. A titular, a titular character is a character who is named, like, see, Dennis, for example. Hi. Yeah. That is a titular character because his name is literally the title of the film. Spartacus is a titular character. Ah. Um, I mean, what else have we got? Schindler's List. Schindler is a titular character that comes into the title. Ah. So are you asking me what the name of the protagonist of that film is? Well, this was copy and pasted, so I'm taking no credit right. for that. That's fine. I'm, I'm not um, taking the piss at you, but whoever wrote that question... Um, right, so there is no titular character in the Matrix because so the main the Matrix, protagonist is who? Do you want is uh, too late? Stuart Wood got it. Keen Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's changing and I don't feel the same. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart says, I just tried to watch the latest Jurassic World today. Couldn't even get by 50 minutes. See, I like know how, yeah, I know how much a massive fan of Jurassic Park Stuart Wood is. I used to, right. I mean, when I was a kid, I'd go to his house and, and play with his uh, Jurassic it's Park toys. Jurassic Park toys. Anyway, to answer the question, the answer is either Neo <laughs> or ruin <laughs> Stuart Stuart yeah, you need to oh wait was he taking a piss at yourself there uh, maybe yeah, I, don't, I don't know um, so you've got Neo which is his kind of username uh, and it also his real name so his name in the matrix is <sighs> Mr. Anderson I know it's Anderson I don't try does he ever get given a first name mm-hmm was I'm going to guess Tarquin. <laughs> no, it's uh, Shaniqua. <laughs> Does he have a first name or is it just Mr. Anderson? No, it is. It's uh, Frank Anderson. Anderson. Frank, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's no Frank. <laughs> anybody know, anybody watching know what uh, Mr. Anderson's first name is in The Matrix? Because I'm struggling on this one. Isn't it Tom Anderson? Th Thomas Anderson. I think it might be, actually. I think it is Tom. 
It is, Tom. Let me just, I'm going to Google it now. It is Neo is fictional bar of the Matrix franchise. He was portrayed by Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Um, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Um, private Ruin. <laughs> Ruan. Um, Thomas, as right. As. <laughs> You're not doing well tonight, Stubo. Fuck <laughs> hell. <laughs> hey, listen, I get, I, I get. It. Auto correct is an absolute bastard of a thing, though, isn't it? Enter, 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 enter. But so is human error. So decide what one that was. <laughs> <laughs> right, question three, my man. In Jurassic Park, nineteen ninety-three. So that came out when I was two years old. Which actor portrays mathematician Doctor Ian Malcolm? That would be big Jeffrey Goldblum. <laughs> it would no, be. It's a, such a shame I saw it yesterday. <laughs> ah, you're right. It's big Jeff. Big Jeff G. Uh, uh, he's actually awesome in that film. I remember it used to annoy me when I was a kid watching it. Like, you see that laugh he's got where he's like, ha, 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 contained life life adapts and it gets around things i'm simply saying did it not also feel like he was trying to get with laura dern as well it was a hundred percent he even says when he's in the car he's he's in the car next to sam neil's character dr grant he's he's in the car he's like by the way she's not uh available is she and he just goes why he's like "Ah, i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you two Um, are uh, yeah um (laughs) see um what a film. What a film. Aye. I always loved Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Park as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I won tickets to go see Jurassic Park as a kid. Now, I won I won these tickets uh, from, it was the the ice cream stall outside the wooden fort at Pokemon Park. I don't know if you're, if you're old enough to remember the wooden fort. Yes, I remember the Before it went off fucking plastic and appley looking, right? It was a yep. proper wooden fort. And they had this wee stand outside that used to sell ice creams and stuff. And, That's been knocked uh, down now. That's been knocked down. I know. It's just so destroying. Also, the train's been fenced off, so folks stopped pushing in it. Um, I think it's so folks stopped dying on it, because, you know... <laughs> I, I don't know. It was reeking of pish and dead bodies. Um, so, oh, oh. I had Brussels sprouts tonight. This should be a fun podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Justin Jesso came on this episode. You know, world world touring artist, right? Brilliant, phenomenal, right? Tours the world with Kygo to stadiums, right? And he was like, Hi, Kevin, before we went live and before we were done the interview. And he was like, He's like, um, You're not going to ask me about my body, my uh, my bowel movements. I was like, You've clearly done your research. And, it's, it's <laughs> and he still agreed to come on. Mutual respect. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy, so, legend. If, to finish my wee story. Uh, what it was is it was uh, everybody will remember the wee signs that you see and say these wee things and it would have everything you could buy a picture of every product you could buy and it would, it would have a big thing at the top saying walls ice cream because everything was made by walls and i got this wee thing and it and it was a picture of like the dinosaur on the front and on the back of it you had to fill in you had to complete a sentence in 12 words or less and the, um to win tickets to see jurassic park at the cinema mm-hmm. And the the sentence started, dinosaurs love walls ice cream 
because I still remember this like it was yesterday. And I got help from my big brother on this one, so shout out to Brian for helping me along with this. Um, but what we came up with is dinosaurs would love Walls ice cream because, and we said, <laughs> Walls ice cream is so supreme for every dinosaur. It's a dream. <laughs> and I won Sony. the tickets and a oh poster. <laughs> That's class. An original poster. Aye. Would be worth a bit now, man. Uh, it would be if I hadn't ripped the shit out of it because it scared me during the night. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of ice cream, uh, for those of you that don't know, I do marketing and stuff for cinemas and whatnot. Anyway, I was sitting with a woman who is the Walls representative, and I'm like, aye, aye, geez, all your promotional stuff. I says, hey, I'm a promotional wagon, mate. If you've got it, give me it. I'll put it out there, right? I'm like, so make my job easier. Give me all this promotional stuff. And then they were like, um, she goes, so we've got all this percentage of ice um, cream fridge for the walls, but are you interested if we also put, you know, supply you with Mackey's ice cream? And I went, actually <laughs> <laughs> right there like that. I went, Mackey's? I says, that's Fucking shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's Honestly, funny though because it looks, my it wife looks, was it looks like high end stuff. Like, like know, Mackey's looks like Ben like and Jerry's and stuff. It's like eating fucking frozen butter. It's bogging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I laughed like yeah, but it's fucking shit. <laughs> it's like no Mackey's, no thank you. Fuck me, man. It's like just give me more fucking hobnobs or something. <laughs> Why are you putting hobnobs in the freezer? <laughs> <laughs> Nobly Bobbly, sorry. <laughs> uh, remember Maxi Bon? They were class. No. Do you not remember them? For my, for my time, mate. God damn. Hey, but I just anyway. thought it was funny. She was like, she didn't find the funny side at all that I was laughing my head at her. I love but... the fact that you just don't think twice about laughing in somebody's face. <laughs> like, most people have got some kind of decorum about them. It's like, she says to you, Would you be interested in stalking Mackie's in your head? You should be... <laughs> externally, you should be going, do you know what? I really don't think there's ah. I think they like what we've got and I really don't see the need to expand the range. Thanks for the offer though, and we will be looking <laughs> for any future purchases. But at the moment, no thank you. Kev's like BAD <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> that's true though. I wasn't mentioning my words, man. I was like, come on, hen. I was like, that's fucking shit. So like, didn't offer me that. So I think the fucking packet it comes in tastes better than the ice cream, you rocket. It's true. <laughs> Linda says Mackey's is amazing blended with Bailey's. So what you're saying there, actually, Linda, is that Bailey's is, is nice. Aye. <laughs> Bailey's is nice. It can make something shite taste better. Uh, what, so what's the most generic fucking pishiest thing that we can take that'll do nothing to the Bailey's? Ah, Mackey's. <laughs> right. You're just making Bailey's cold at this point. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Mackey's Ice Cream. Traditional next Scottish week. ice cream made right next here week. in Scotland. Wait, next week. The CEO, CEO of Mackey's. <laughs> every time. Every time. <laughs> we, we run in joke Samurai Cop. We pan Samurai Cop next to the game week. Fucking Matt Hannon from <laughs> Samurai Cop came on the show. Class. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that's... Oh, hey, see if we ever... We did, to be fair, we don't actually... We're quite fair. Like, especially where movies are concerned, we get sent a lot of movies to review and we're like, aye, aye, it was all right. Whereas most folk were just like, oh, fucking shite. We're quite reserved, right? So for us to say, oh, fucking shite, has to be really shite. Like think, that Sharks of the Corn. 
Oh, God. I think one thing that, that you have to bear in mind is, I think because we've had a kind of minimal experience now of actually trying to make just a short film, you have to appreciate what goes into making a feature. Oh, aye. So you can watch it and kind of analyse it and think, right, how did they do this? How did they do that? How did they organise this? I mean, there's no studio budget here. How did they promote it? You have to admire certain things. Mm -hmm. I, most of this, <laughs> some of the stuff we get sent is pish. <laughs> Occasionally get a wee gem, like Mobland. Mobland was Mobland. A, a great wee film. Um, I'm, I'm running it now in the cinema. Aye, I mean, that, that's that's awesome. That's that's very good of you to do that. Unlike Mackie's, <laughs> I know Mackie's can. <laughs> so, so listen, we'll show John Travolta's new film, but Mackie's can fuck off, mate. <laughs> Mackie's sponsored by Crispy's Curse because <laughs> that's how shite it was, man. It was. It I've was. got another question for you, Square. Question five: What 1995 movie starred Jim Carrey as a man who can't tell a lie for 24 hours? <laughs> it's actually one of the few films with Jim Carrey in it that my mum likes and it's Liar Liar um, she, Jim Carrey kind of done her tits in before that like the Ace Ventura and the mask so I don't like him he's just stupid it's just stupid and then Liar Liar came out she's like this is really funny there's something about Liar Liar that is endlessly charming and I put it all down to Jennifer Tilly's boobs <laughs> mm. Liar, liar. Um, aye. What aye. do you say about liar, liar? How how deep can we dive in liar, liar for the next well, couple of mate, minutes? Mate, liar, liar. To me, see, anytime I see that sequel, kid, uh, annoys me. <laughs> the sequel. Kid. There are there are a group of nineties actors that are sequel kids, right? That are the kids you find in every sequel to every great film, right? Dennis. It happened to Dennis, it happened to Home Alone. It wasn't happened. even that boy. It looks like him though, and that's enough. It really does. Hey, it really it does, looks eh? like him, but it's not him. Um, <laughs> Austin O'Brien's a proper sequel kid. You know, the kid uh, from My Girl um, 2. Aye. I'd have killed for a last action hero too. In fact, I'd crowdfund that shit today. <laughs> oh, so would I. Hey, I'd personally fund it. Do you know what one, of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite bits in Liar Liar is when he goes to pick his car up and uh, the guy tells him how much it costs and he's like, how do you sleep at night? And the guy just kind of looks at him and then he's like, takes the air freshener off the wall. He's like, I'm taking this. Liar <laughs> <sighs> uh, Liar was good. I just... Some 90s kids really done my head in, and that kid was one of them because he looks like the sequel kid. If only people were honest like in that movie. Well, that's just it. <laughs> Society's tough because when you're honest with folk, they're no into it. And then when you lie to folk, they're no into it. If you're consistently honest with people, you are quite quickly branded as being an arsehole. If you're 100% honest, like, Kev, if I was 100% honest with you, we probably wouldn't do this podcast. Like, Honestly, try to honestly, fucking say, try to fucking say like, I, I hate podcasts. And I don't even like films, mate. I don't know why the fuck I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'd still keep you on. <laughs> like what I'm saying is, to be a functional member of society, you have to have the ability to tell certain untruths or pull the truth back a wee bit. If you had to tell the truth 100 percent of the time, which was demonstrated in the film The Invention of Lying, things would your life would just be pretty horrible, unless you invent a religion. 
Just saying. Mm. <laughs> uh, but no, Liar Liar's a that's a, a wee bit of mind about where he's like where the guys outside the, the courthouse is like, hey, hey, do you have any spare change? He's like, Yes, I do. He's like, Could you spare some? He's like, mm. It's like, why not? He's like, because I believe you'll buy booze with it. <laughs> He's like, I just want to get from my car to the office without being disturbed by the decay of Western society. <laughs> oh, man. man. That oh, stuff man, happens I love that all book. the time. It's mm. so freaking... It's so freaking annoying. Um, freaking? Freaking? Uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to calm the, the words down and maybe the algorithm will push us again one day. Oh, fuck that. Number six. Freak that! <laughs> In Pulp Fiction, what is inside the briefcase that Jules and Vincent <laughs> are, are after? No? Are, you, are you taking the piss? Nobody knows what's in the briefcase. That's a trick question. Wrong. It is never revealed, but it emits a golden glow. So the answer to that is, it is never revealed, but it emits a golden glow. Yeah. I would argue that I still won that because I said that exact thing earlier on in our discussion no. about it. No, nah, so that's one wrong. Oh, okay. Of course that is. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Hey, no, no, Linda no, has a good point. I don't want it. I don't want it. If, no, you're, no, giving, no, if, no, you're, giving, if you're giving it to me under duress like that, I don't <laughs> want it, Kevin. Take no, the point it's back. It's yours. Take it's the yours. point back. I don't want it. It's, 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 you've, you've sullied the flavor of that point. <laughs> I'm joking. It was yours. It was always yours. I merely put my hands on it. Seven, who directed and starred in the 1995 romantic comedy Clueless? Fuck. Oh, so somebody directed it and starred in it. <laughs> I got you now, eh? Sometimes, sometimes it pays to be a girl. Uh, well, I know what? that it's it's is it is it Reese Witherspoon? That's a, that's Legally Blonde. Clueless. Who the fuck was in Clueless? Not I know I Paul Rudd was in. No, no, that was I. Paul Paul Rudd was in Clueless. Was he? Yeah, who the fuck was who was the the main? The person that was in it also directed it, and that's what we're at. That's what we're looking for. Just give us a name. I, st I still think it's Reese Witherspoon. I might be wrong. Is that your final answer? Was this? Yeah. It was an invite to Navid's wedding. Ring a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. <laughs> the lone wolf. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you the answer, J Mac, unless you you know it. No. Oh, uh, Stuart Wood here. Ah, uh, oh, shit. Yep. Correct. So, mate, you're winding. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing, though, isn't it? <laughs> Depends who you ask. Question 8. In which 1996 movie features aliens attacking Earth in a giant city-destroying spaceship? Oh, oh, it's a shame I never watched this two nights ago with my mate. <laughs> and we had a long, lengthy discussion about how the, like, the fact that I saw this film in 1996 in the United States on the 4th of July. It's a lovely movie called Independence Day. I... <laughs> yes, it is. Correct. When's the hard ones coming, Kev? When's the hard ones coming? To be fair, you just got me with the Alicia Silverstone thing. But right. when... I, did... <laughs> I thought I thought I thought more that these questions could be good talking points. 
Um, I started watching the second Independence Day when I was testing out that new Screen 3 in the cinema, right? And it was... It seemed to start off all right. Is Will Smith in the second one? I've got a thing right now about not watching Will Smith stuff. <laughs> no, Will Smith, um, even he went, uh, nah. <laughs> did, he, did he slap all those motherfuckers? Aye, aye, they slapped the script right out of the fucking window. Um, aye. Also, I, I still don't understand how Dr. Oaken came back. Dr. Oaken was a character played by Brent Spiner, who is most famously known as Data for Star Trek. He came back in the sequel, even though he was clearly pan breeding the first one. <laughs> like, what happened? He'd just been choked and telepathically destroyed to death. Peace, no peace. And then he's lying a lot. Like, <laughs> Second one comes back. Hey, was never gone. Where the fuck have Imagine, like, Fast and the Furious literally merges with Independence Day. When everybody comes back. That's just it. Everybody. Just oh, hi, Letty. Hi, Dr. Oaken. Why the <laughs> fuck are you here? You should clearly be dead. Hi. Or Gal Gadot, who was sucked into a propeller blade, right? But then shows up in a submarine in the, in the new one. It's like, wait a minute, what? But was she, was she in Fast and Furious, was she? Aye. It's been a while since I've watched them because they did turn into big steaming hot piles of shit. They, they did. The first two are class. No, um, no. For first one's good. First one's good. Second one's shite. Third one is watchable. After that, nah. Nah, I disagree with you. Second one was I. I watched that growing up as a teenager. I suppose maybe I found the second one. Second one was too colourful. The cars were stupid colours, and it annoyed me. Like through the whole film, it was kind of like watching Barbie on speed. I wasn't happy. Like I didn't didn't really enjoy the second. Too fast, too furious. A stupid name as well. Okay, here's one for you. In Fight Club 1999, I was eight years old. What is the first rule of Fight Club? You, you do not talk about Fight Club. Wrong. You do not speak about Fight Club. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> I'm joking. You're right. You're right. You do not talk about Fight Club. Fight Club is a class movie. That was the first film that that people would say to me after I became a fan of 30 Seconds to Mars. Not like a mad fan, just a fan. And people were like, oh, he's on Fight Club. He gets his ass kicked, Jared Leto, who's gone on to be pretty decent in Hollywood. I like him. I know people are quite biased. I think he's a good actor. I also <clears> think he's <throat> a, a, an outstanding musician. Um, but that, that Meatloaf's in fucking Fight Club. Fight Club is class. I remember the first time I got Fight Club, right? It's like a wee story. I went to Blockbuster <clears throat> and bought an X-Rental DVD because it was the Fight Club that looked like a, a bar of soap wrapped. And you open it up and it's like three discs and I'm a sucker for like three discs, right? And then I Got it out, put it in the DVD player, and it's like wrong region. I was like, fucking what? Fair, next, fair video shop. Yeah, fair video shop. I know, right? Dirty bastard. That happened to me recently as well. I bought uh, a trilogy of Rambo. I was like, oh, this is, looks really cool. I don't actually think I've seen this one about Blu-ray. Take it home. And then I look at the back of it. I'm like, oh, no, it's all an Italian, man. So it turns out it's the <laughs> German one. <laughs> turns out it's the German one, right? It's anything like, foreign is Italian. <laughs> But just because it's the German one, it's still it's still in our region. It's the German version, but for us. So it's still in English. Just it's the mm-hmm. German release of it, right? Which actually makes it worth about <clears> like <throat> fifty quid. And I bought it for I, three quid. So 
I need to interrupt our live broadcast for a second because I really need a pee. So unbelievable <laughs> here, Mark. I'll leave you. I'll leave you to maybe maybe talk about that film for a wee just <clears throat> two minutes. I'll be back. Do you want me to leave yeah, the but... door open so you can hear it splashing? It's, it's all right, mate. It's all right. I'll know. Almost. I'll, I'll leave it open. That's fine. No, no worries. Aye, so J Max away for a big stinking hot pile of pish. Um, aye, so Fight Club to me was kind of tainted from that point on. And then I waited on it coming on the TV. And at this point, I had like a wee set top box that would record TV free view, like, but you could record it. So I waited on it coming on and then I recorded it. And then I watched it and I was like, aye. And my fa- one of my favorite ever albums. Which is rare as hell. Let me show you actually. Where is it? So my favorite band ever in this world. I a fuck I'm getting burnt off a candle here trying to do this. Here we go. So my favorite band ever that I have it tattooed on my arm is a band called Fightstar, which is actually a play on Fight Club. And if you look at the artwork on this here, very rare CD that you can only get like there was no that many of these made, but this was their first. Charlie had just left Busted. In fact, he hadn't left Busted. This came out while Busted were still a thing. And this was just before he left to, to create this. And uh, it's got Edward Norton drawn on the back by by Alex Westaway, who are, who are who's in the band. Ross, yes, Fightstar. Yeah, I have pretty much their whole discography right behind me. And I have, like, all the the cool stuff that I got sent from the band that were all, like, signed and all that cool stuff. But I, this you cannot actually find anywhere. Um, you can probably buy it online, but it goes right back to 2004. Um, to so to own a physical copy of this, yeah, you're in with um, you're in with a wee wee crowd. But I I don't have a lot of physical CDs left, but that still remains. And that's Fight Club, so I'd always kind of wanted to. And and the first track they ever released was called Palinuk's Laughter, which Chuck Palinuk was the guy that wrote the book of Fight Club. Cool we cool we sidetrack there, eh? J Mac, how was your hot steaming pile of bush? Surely you heard it. <laughs> Did you I, not? Um, no, I went on a side tangent, man. That's weird. Because I just done it on the floor. I thought you'd hear it. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> yes, Charlie was the minute I heard the rhino singing, I was like, come on, man. I literally have like every release that has <clears throat> ever done, including his newest one. I always get this shit signed and all that stuff. So it was quite mm-hmm. cool to see him on that. It was. I remember seeing Bye. him on the Mass Singer. I also remember Stephen Henry on the Mass Singer. Can he sing? Uh, well, he he played the. I think I think his character name was Rubbish, and he was just like a fucking bin. He was like a bin with rubbish hanging at it, and uh, <laughs> he sung that song. My old man's a dustman, right? And I had no clue it was him. Absolutely no clue. But then it came out. I think he lost that show and he came out and he revealed himself as Stephen Henry. And then I remember reading on the like, online that within the next couple of days, it was just like mass mass singer fans disappointed by unknown guest. Unknown. Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's fucking Stephen Henry. Even <laughs> if you don't follow. He's from McKeven. He's from McKeven. McKeven. He's Stephen uh, fucking Henry. A band with rubbish hanging out. <laughs> oh, 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 who's that? Fuck off, mate. To be fair, I don't know most modern celebrities. Like, oh, that's here for Love Island. All right, so not a celebrity then. 
I, I do get annoyed with that sort of thing, but I, I couldn't believe the backlash that the show got for having an unknown guest <laughs> called Stephen Henry. I was like, fucking, he's a legend, an absolute legend. Uh, anyway. Stephen, Henry, Stephen Henry was in my mum's class at school. Was he? Aye. He was. So either your mum is really young or Stephen Henry's a lot older than I thought he was. Um, my mum's... Okay, thanks. My mum is... Where is my mum? She's in her 50s. 60s, 50s, hey. I, I mean, it seems bad that I don't know my mum's age. It's not, I don't know, it's just I can't remember. 54. Hey? 54, aye. 50, I, oh. I, in fact, I pretty much guarantee you that's spot on. Uh, that's probably spot on. Hang on a minute. You'll probably see I went brighter a second there because I've opened up another screen here. Um, <laughs> so if I go, Stephen... Henry, age fifty-four. <laughs> See, there we go. He was in my mum's class. Spot on. Uh, what you, your mum say? That, that confirms I'm not talking shit. Yeah. Just <laughs> said he was quiet. <laughs> Get fucked. Oh. I'm like, J-Mac, he's <laughs> mega talented. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've landed. You've landed me rolls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was talking pish. I'm shit. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, aye, I've uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, seeing him at an exhibition thing, and I got to ask him a question. And in fact, I got, I'm sure I asked him a couple of questions. Just kind of spoke face to face with guys. Like this, this is a legend for my childhood, man. I grew up, grew up watching snooker, so uh, it was fucking awesome for for my me. My mum used to watch snooker and be like, "Oh, I went to school with him, and that's the only reason I knew anything about snooker." Stephen Henry, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you here, mate. It's Fucking shit, man. It's fucking boring. You couldn't pay me to go and watch folk fucking playing snooker. I mean, it's all right if you're playing it. And I purely would play it just to be like, I'm going to beat you, you bitch, right? Purely for the competitive side of me. But see, to sit and go, oh, I, I, you're sitting you're sitting in your living room, right? And everybody's got to be be quiet, right? Because it's a quiet thing, right? And then, and am I right in saying there's a guy going, oh, yes, and that was great. Mm, mm, yes, and you got that one in. Right, all that push. Sorry, uh, man, but... as, a, as, a, as a commentator, aye, no, aye, but that's what I'm saying. But the always really <clears> saying <throat> is that ball nearly went in there and all that. Seriously, see, he has a, an awkward angle to get to the brown. He may oh, pay for you, may pay for the blue. You could not, you may play for the blue. Nope, nope, he's going for the nah. brown. No, man, wait a minute, wait, see what you at just least, said again. At least, see what you just said again. Why, just say it again. <laughs> He's going to play this right. He's going to try to go onto the brown, although it is an awkward angle. He may try to go for the blue. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, get what you did. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got it too late. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, That's true. So, so oh, well, man. at least the good thing about the sport that I love so much is at least that nobody knows who's going to win before it starts. Well, the sport I watch also, thank you. No one knows who's going to win it either, apart from the folk backstage. Like, the audience doesn't know. Somebody knows. Aye. I mean, if Stephen mm-hmm. Henry's playing a, a new guy coming in, chances are we know that Stephen Henry's going to win, right? Not necessarily. Does that happen often? That's the good thing about it. Because is it? Come on. Up. It's the same as football, then. Hey, you could just watch football on that. People root against the favourites in snooker. People Why? root against the Steve Davises, the Ronnie O'Sullivan's, the Stephen Henrys. 
Oh, I, I, I've heard the name Ronnie O'Sullivan only because there was somebody that used to work in my old work and he looked like a right dafty and folks say, oh, look, it's Ronnie O'Sullivan because he looked like a fucking clown. He looked stupid. And <laughs> they, they likened them to looking like Ronnie O'Sullivan. I, 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 were... I, I need to see a picture of this guy to well, I, think it, I think his belt was way up to his nipples and <clears> his shirt was like fucking stupid and the guy just looked stupid as hell. <laughs> Un so unlike the... Ronnie O'Sullivan at all. Does he not look stupid? <laughs> no. <laughs> Would you? Where the fuck did that come from? Aye. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, Ronnie O'Sullivan looks fairly straight up like a normal dude, right? Aye. Apart from there's a picture here that looks like fuck will chap his door and be like, yo, we're here for your protection. There's definitely a picture. <laughs> yeah. There's a pick here that's that's defo questionable. A yardly, okay. a yardly. What? Am I gonna bring it up? Look like a bit of a shark. Mm, aye. Put it this oh, way, no. it looks like looks like he'd play one of them. Um, just this one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the eyes. Look into the eyes, not around the eyes. In the eyes. <sighs> and there goes any chance I ever had to get that fucker on the show. <laughs> <laughs> next week on the show, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Hey, anyway, next question. Here there ever has the, sorry, why did I say here? It's been one of those days. Has there ever been an uplifting movie about snooker? Imagine the training montage. That's a hundred percent true, man. There, there was there was actually a film made about snooker. Um and it but if they watched it. <laughs> mate, it had a solid viewing figure of at least one, and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the BBC iPlayer. It was a, it was about the rivalry between Steve Davis and was it Dennis Taylor? Fuck, I can't remember. Can't remember. It was it was actually a decent thing. It's on it's on the BBC iPlayer. It's got that prick, that comedian that was in the remake of Porridge that was fucking horrendous. Ronnie Can't remember his name, but he played Barry Hearn, and he was a perfect person. He played Barry, Barry Hearn. Barry Hearn is like the Don King of snooker. He's a total fucking bellhead, as is his son Eddie. Um, they all sound um, like him. Ed, Eddie. Eddie's the guy that does the boxing. He's Eddie the Hearn. boxing promoter. You'll have seen him a million times. Oh, he's a he's a right wild for him. <clears throat> Aye, his his dad's the. He's guy not fucking great, snooker. right? He's not fucking great. Him. Aye, that's the Aye. guy. So his dad is behind snooker. And actually, to be fair, he has to be credited by making it as big as it is nowadays because he has done a good job with that. But he's only done it to line his own pockets. There's no other reason behind it. Any road I enough about snooker? Sorry, Annie, Move on. Fucking sleep there. What 1991 film follows a group of friends as they navigate life after college graduation? 1991? Huh. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Wasn't he Goonies? 1991. Mm -hmm. After they finished college. Mm -hmm. Google that and I will fucking smash you. Yeah, I'm sitting here like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll type it with my wally. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I actually don't know. I Funnily don't know. enough, the movie was called The Big Chill. <laughs> have you disappeared or has my fucking headphones came out again? Hopefully I've not disappeared. <laughs> That'll be my headphones coming out again, eh? So you never actually heard what it was called? Hmm. 
Just waiting on J Mac coming back now. Huh? Mac. There you go. Uh, big chill. The big chill. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Never in mind seen it. Have <laughs> <laughs> hey? you seen it? No. You heard it? No. <laughs> Oh, you right. have, it was 1991, you were around then, wasn't he? <laughs> All right, so not much we can really say about that one. So, <laughs> on swiftly. <laughs> Here we go. Who played the titular? Titular? Titular. It does have the word tit in it, so I know it's a struggle for you. I know. That's why I Who played the titular character in Edward's Skizzer Hands in 1990? Oh, tough one. It's a tough one, mate. You're leaving me hanging here. Oh, Amber Heard, Amber Heard also shot on his bed. If only the audience could jump in here and help me with this answer, that would be fantastic. Oh, oh, oh it rhymes with Schmonish map. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, uh, that'll be Johnny Depp. Where was I? Edward Which, Saran. by the way, I watched recently, and I think it's the first time I've watched it and actually enjoyed it because I think it's Why? one of these. It's one of these movies that seems like it's made for children. And then when you watch it, it's fucking not, right? <laughs> it's it's not a kid's film, although it kind of no, appears not. that way. Um, and then even through my like through my kind of adolescent years, maybe to my mid-20s, I watched it again. My early 20s, I watched it again. And I still didn't think much of it, but I watched it again in the last couple of years. And I thought, mm, that's a pretty damn good film. Um, so if you watched Edwards as a hand years ago and thought it was pish, try it again. Because... It is actually pretty awesome. But if you did watch it years ago and didn't think it was pish and thought it was pretty awesome, watch it again, you'll think it's pretty pish. <laughs> I, I always like it. Uh, See, that, that's the thing about movies, though. But there's no such thing really as a bad or a good movie. It's just what people like. That's it. <laughs> the scene where he drinks the whiskey. <laughs> uh, he's, he's so... um, He's so... Un... Not civilized, but he, he's he's not a part of society, and and he's quite pure, Edward. Vincent Price at the start. <laughs> that's the thing, man. Like it goes for a silly, like it goes for a silly film about a guy who's got scissors for hands to turning into fucking the hunt with Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> then you're going where the where the disco? How is this a PG? <laughs> I know. I know. Proper kills the boy. I think it has been recertified or certificated as a 12 uh, now. It needs to be. Needs to I be. think it is. Which 1998 animated film tells the story of a young ant named Flick who teams up with a group of circus bugs to save his colony? Bugs Life. Incorrect. It's a Bugs Life. Being kind of harsh here, dude. Mate, that was the first film I ever seen in cinema ever. You're you're harsh in my mellow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man, but if you type in Bugs Life, the you first, don't find first film, film. I ever seen in the cinema was The Little Mermaid. But anyway, let's talk about Bugs Life. I've seen it once, thought it was pish. You? <laughs> seen it quite a few times. Uh, always has a fond memory because for me it was like, oh, what's a cinema like? What's that like? And you know that thing where you've never experienced something, so you you spend like a week going, I wonder what that's like, and you try to imagine what it is, and then you go and you're like, this is kind of like what I imagined, but not. This is awesome. Mm. And for me, I remember I took ham sandwiches with me. <laughs> At least, like that. That's do you know what? There's a code about stuff that you can bring to the cinema. 
Mm-hmm. Most people say you should buy the stuff that you're consuming at the cinema, right? And certainly when it comes to independent cinemas, that is the best and righteous thing to do. When it comes to the big chain ones, taking essentially, I was going to say anything you want, but it's not true. Don't take anything hot because the smell travels. Certainly, be careful about the packaging that the stuff you're bringing in comes in. There's nothing worse, and I was actually part of that yesterday when I snuck stuff into Jurassic Park, and I was <laughs> really disappointed when it was, it was my son, and, and <laughs> instead of opening the packet well before the film started, he decides to wait until it's all quiet, you know, nice quiet moment, yep. and then you've got the old the old can opening, you're like, ah, they don't sell cans here. Yeah, somebody brought that in with them. Um, <laughs> but nay McDonald's, nay takeaways. Nachos, I don't think, should be sold at cinemas. I just disagree with it. I think they're too crunchy. Uh, individually wrapped sweets can fuck off. They can, they can fuck right the fuck off. You should have to open the bag once and be able to access every sweetie in there. Individually wrapped, that doesn't come into the cinema. In You've my thought opinion. about this. <laughs> I thought about it. I wrote the book, mate. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a wee dweeb sitting in front of me one one day, and he had got like a b- fries for like a local takeaway, right? Where you put the the sachet in and you shake them. And he's sitting there shaking them. I'm like, you've got to the trailer stop, or I am booting the fucking utter <laughs> shit out of you, prick. <laughs> like as soon as that, as soon as it comes up telling me this is a fifteen. <laughs> the chips better have been fucking scrand, right? Because I'm again in my he's old less, in my old age less. here. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> and if and if he's getting his heat much, kicked, in, if he's getting his heat kicked, then the fucking chips are getting eaten. <laughs> no, by him. <laughs> Not only are you going to assault him, you're going to nick his dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and so Donna says, years ago I took a subway into the cinema, stank a full place at the full screen, smelled of chicken tikka and chipotle sauce. <laughs> well done for pronouncing chipotle properly. <laughs> See the many folk that say chipotle. Ch- chipotle. chipotle. <laughs> That's funny. That's good because um, I think what goes around comes around. Sometimes you're like, ah, sometimes I go, yeah, but if I do that on my deck, then I go, do you can wet? Fuck it. Nobody thinks of me in this scenario. So can wet, shoes off, <laughs> air the tap of somebody else's seat. No, <laughs> you know I mean? no. I'll, I, I will take my shoes off in the cinema, but it never goes on the seat in front of me unless there's at least three seats between my feet and the next person. I need at least three seats before I don't feel like an absolute knob, which again, I did yesterday. Um, <laughs> but there was the three seat rule that I, basically invented for myself to make myself feel better about being an absolute walloper. To be fair, sometimes I just go, nah, fuck these pricks. Like, no moving out the way for folk and all that. Even, I've started, like, proper looking down on the homeless folk. And it's not because they're homeless. <laughs> Do you know what it's because? Do you know what it is? Like, if I'm walking past and I've chosen that, I've, that I'm not gaining anything because I've got no change in my pocket, right? If I'm walking past you, it means I don't have anything. Then they fucking hound me, you prick. I will literally put you in the fucking teeth. I'll, I'll put you to sleep. You'll get a good fucking night's sleep, prick. <laughs> fucking absolutely shouting it. One shouted at me a day across the street. Like, hi I'm like, hi. Like, don't fucking chase me down, fuck's sake. You know yeah, I mean? That sounds like one of the charity muggers. One of them. 
Um, Leandro says, I tried to sneak McDonald's milkshake in and it spilled all over the inside of my bag. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you, you call it karma. Put <laughs> it in sideways. <laughs> Wait a minute. Say it again, J Mac. Oh, fuck. Say it okay. again. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Did you put it in sideways? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Had to be done. Um, here we go. Another question for you, Reed. In the Silence of the Lambs, 1991, the year I was born, so I was probably about nothing. What is the nickname of the serial killer being pursued by FBA, FBI agent Clarice Starling? Clarice? Clarice. <laughs> well, hello, Clarice. <laughs> it's not the same right yet, has it? No, it doesn't mean. Hey, Clarice, how's the lambs? <laughs> ah. Hello, Clarice Bodica. Um, <clears throat> that'll be Buffalo Bill, by the way. Anyway, read the comments. Read the comments. Um, Matthewman says, I had to tell half a wee dafties today and the nun for talking the whole way through the fucking thing. My Wayne wasn't impressed that. He took his five-year-old to fucking see the nun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many five-year-olds you to take to see the nun? None. None. <laughs> and that's that's not even the film. That's just nuns in general. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? <laughs> that's as bad. <sighs> <laughs> Who played the genie? Hurry up, quickly, move on for the notice. <laughs> Who played the genie in Disney's Aladdin, nineteen ninety-two? Oh. <sighs> Rest is so. Robin Williams. That's true. Next question. In Shawshank Redemption 1994, what was the profession of the main character, Andy Dufresne, before he was wrongly imprisoned? He was a banker. And he banked all day. Correct. And he banked all night. What 1993 film starred Robin Williams as an actor who disguises himself as a female housekeeper, dear, to spend time with his children? <laughs> One of my favourite films of all time. Available on Disney+, Plus, by the way, because it was made by 20th Century Fox, and Disney has bought Fox. You can watch Mrs. Doubtfire on Disney+. Plus, And it's Plus. still as delightful as it always was. Does it have slightly transphobic tendencies? Yes. But do I give a fuck? Because uh, to be fair, it's, it's one of the it's one of the classics, man. And we don't get films like that nowadays. I like the bit the start where he's voicing over the cartoon and then like the wee bird like sparks up a cigarette and he's supposed to be like, Oh, this is class, and he's just like <laughs> Oh, with the far away for about to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy's like like his boss is, is, is like, Man, if you if you walk out the door, you're not coming back in. I'm not I'm not taking any crap from you, pal. And he's like, Well, and the words of Porky Pig. Piss off, Lou. Mate. I love it. The boy from Last Action Heroes on that, too. Nick. Mick. Nick, yes. He plays Mr. Jonathan Lundy. I still remember his name. That's how we all know that film, man. Lundy. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. Who directed the 1999 science fiction film The Sixth Sense? That was M. Night Shyamalan. Wrong, M. Night Shyamalan. By the way, that's what I said. That terrified me as a kid. Great film, but absolutely like that's the one where I'd be like, I used to go to this house right where there's a a relative right, and they used to always put it on, 
and I'm like, what the fuck kind of place is this, man? It's during the day and you've put this shit on, right? But I used to hate it because see that scene where um, the wee dude walks through into the kitchen and there's a woman where she's banging about and she's got a house coat on. Aye, she's got a wrist. Mate, Aye. that fucking terrified me. Because I'd go, <laughs> I'd go to my bed that night, right? It's dark and I'm lying there just like any bang, slight bang I hear, I'm like, it's her. It's fucking her. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's her. She was terrifying. Look what you made me do. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm not ready for this. Mate, for me, it was this boy. It's like, come on, I'll show you where my dad keeps his gun. Oh, that wasn't scary. That wasn't scary. Was, it was just about a shock, man. It was horrible. Um, or the, cool the people, FYI, people hanging that, in the, the school. That was quite. Ah, that was fucking mad. Um, there's a guy that's in that film that I, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I've connected with him a few times. Wait a minute. I don't know him personally, but I've connected with him a few times. <laughs> Maybe he's exempt. No, like that. No, absolutely not like that. I'm not even gay. Right. Um, but he he done the voice, you know, where he gets locked in the, the wee boy gets locked in the cupboard. And you hear all the banging and he's mm. screaming and you hear him. He voiced, yeah. did that wee voice for that. Who was that? His name's Sean, Sean Oliver. Look it up. It was him. Sean Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Oliver. I can't even hear the name Oliver now without laughing. How? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was for that, um, the rock rock radio or something in new zealand and they do this nicknames segment and uh, it's like yeah <clears throat> guys right around to say used to with used to work with a guy called oliver and they used to call him fart in the bath because his name sounds like a fart in the bath oliver <laughs> <laughs> that's actually quite class oliver that's actually quite class Matthewman says, Sixth Sense was my first date with the now Mrs. Matthewman. No. Ah, sorry to hear, man. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, what? Hey, that's a good wee date, because she'll have been shitting herself on the way home, right? So picture this. Go to see Sixth Sense, right? Matthewman gets the arm round. Here, look, it's time to go. Film's done. She's shitting herself. Here, I'll walk you home. And the rest we know is history. <laughs> Sorry, oh, we're going to need to find a way of getting that fucking sound clip off you. Eh? <laughs> I Sorry, Matthew. Man. Here's another one. In 1997, I would have been six years old. The movie features a group of elderly... Sorry, aye, what movie features... What? What did I... Aye, what 1997 movie features a group of elderly men and women who plan a heist in Las Vegas? You don't know this, do you? Do you know how I know you don't know this? Because I don't know it. 1997? Aye. You didn't know, do you? You fucking... I, I'm going to fucking now, Norton. You do not. You do not. Going in style. Fuck off. You googled that. No, I didn't. All right, what's what's going in style then? What even is that? <clears throat> Are you sure that was nineteen ninety seven? I think it was older than that. Motherfucker, what happens in going in style? Who's even in it? Uh, you've got the old guy. F- <laughs> you know who's in it? Who? This guy, diabetes. That guy's in it. 
I Who? have diabetes. But it's fucking older than that, man. It's not 1997. Unless it's been remade twice because they it's came out with been a... remade in 2017. Aye, mm. but it was it, it was it was way before that as well. Aye. Check check it out, man. It was either in the late seventies or early eighties there was a, another version of that film. Uh seventy-nine. There you go. That's the one I know. And I just knew it was about old people who planned a heist in Vegas. So Technically, I got it right. So, who's in it then? I don't know their fucking names. You there's a wee, there's a wee, Google that. Right, right, right. There's a wee Woody you Allen looking guy with thick glasses. There's the <laughs> di diabetes. But that's everybody in the 70s. Mate, you're describing a, everybody in the 70s. And there's the diabetes guy, you know? Everybody the guy, in the 70s. The guy, that guy with the tash and the glasses. He was also in Cocoon. He was also in, in fact, it might be the same guy that was at the airport in Home Alone. Fuck, like, there's. I know that movie, mate. I just happen to have I happen to remember the one before the one for 30 bastard years ago because I'm so fucking old. <laughs> you win this round, J Mac, but I'm not convinced you used some sort of AI there or something. Because you were you, you went for no knowing nothing to somebody coughing in the audience and then you getting your correct answer. Because I <laughs> no, I know it was remade again with Morgan Freeman and Michael Douglas and Kevin Klein, uh, I think. Uh have has it been uh, Question number 19. You've got 18 Am I on 19 so already? Well, you've got 17 correct so far. You, you got one. You fucked one up. Who played the villainous Two-Face in Batman Forever in 1995? I was four. Tommy Lee Jones. Correct. Legend. Right, final Legend. question. Which is very fucking easy, man. Come on. In Terminator 2 Judgment Day 1991, I was probably not born at this point. Who plays the T-800, also known as the Terminator? What? Are you are you taking the pass? No, I'm not. That was actually a question. I didn't come up with these all myself. I fucking copy and pasted this shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to justify that way an answer. You're just going to give me the bastard and point. Fair play, but I'll ask you a, a sub-question that comes from me then, okay? You'll right, know okay. this. Who was supposed to play the Terminator before the person that played the Terminator? Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah, that, that was OJ Simpson. Correct. Um, right. But go ahead. Somebody, any, anybody's, <laughs> if anybody's still watching here, please give me a question that you think I might actually struggle with. Because that, aye, aye. Well, that was that's too... my question's done. It was too easy. And to be fair, those questions were really just talking points, right? But everybody ah, watching here tonight, smash us up in the comments here, right? And <laughs> mate, you, need, you should have used the wee thing. I'm Smash us up in the comments here. Right, and give us something. And this could be directed to both of us, right? Okay, we'll play Fast Finger. Um, <laughs> refer back to mine. Um, okay. <laughs> right, you're going to need to do some searching here. Refer back to mine. Oh, oh. What two actors played the particular character in Saving Ryan's Privates? Um, Tom Hanks and... Was it... Oh, I, I see what he's doing here. I see what he's done. This sneaky wee fucking trick, yeah. Uh, I, Ryan. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know the name of the actor that played Private Ryan. I know the name of the actor that played the right Private Ryan, which was Matt Damon. Matt right. Damon. But there's Damon. another Private Ryan, and I don't know his fucking name. 
but that's Set. a really you you clever you sneaky little prick you you sneaky wee boy that's oh, it was that... OG John McLean or did I spoil that on our podcast oh no did I miss Frank Sinatra Frank Sinatra they were going to actually get him <laughs> I'm not I don't even think I'm taking the piss here I'm sure it was Frank Sinatra was it Frankie boy and I'm wondering if it, if I did find out if it Robbie or no probably um, did I don't even recall it. I don't know. Hey, what, what was there a, a Die Hard before Die Hard? Die Hard, Die Hard's based on a book. No, I, I don't right. know when the book came out, but I think they were they were they were talking about making it a while before it actually did come out, and I'm sure it was Frank Sinatra that was. In the, it was correct. Yeah. Correct. Here we go. Fucked it. <laughs> well and truly, man. Hey, come on, anybody else? Come on, throw throw me something. Throw me a freaking bone here, okay? How many poodles are in that film? One that we know of. How many what? <laughs> the detective with Sinatra. Ah, right, the detective. Ah, Frank Sinatra was a gangbanger. They wanted Frankie, but decided he was too old. Hmm. Aye, he would have been. Aye. Have, have we got a film? Apart from Hobo with a Shotgun, have we got a film? Ah, uh, wait a minute. Uh, Harry Brown. Of old guys just being like kick ass. The expendables. <laughs> Leander says, which movie has Antonio Banderas playing an assassin tasked with killing a few fellow assassins? Thirteenth uh, Warrior. Fuck, fuck off. The what? assassins. <laughs> oh, what film's got him playing an assassin tasked with killing a fellow assassin? It's actually called Assassins. It's Antonio Banderas, Sean Stone, I think, and Sylvester Stallone. It's Pesh. It is actual pish. Aye. The governors. The governors. Don't know that one. Is yeah, it pish? Assassin. Oh, it's, it's horrendous. Here, I watched I watched a film with, uh, it's part of a box set. It was like a Steven Seagal box set, right? Well, that's I a good through, start. I went through it all, right? And I think it was executive decision, right? <laughs> and he's in like the first scene and he gets he falls out of plane and dies. And the rest Aye. is all Kurt Russell. Like, why is this a Steven Seagal film? He <laughs> literally they is... killed him off because he was being a dick and he asked for more money <laughs> once he was on set. They were just like, oh, no, you're, you're dying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Suck, sucked out the plane when they were trying to get from one plane to another. Aye. Uh, 100%, man. He was, just being, that. he was just being Steven Seagal. In fact, what happened was he fell out of that plane and then landed in Los Angeles where he pretended to be, to be a cop for the next 20 years. <laughs> nice. How very uh, dare you. I dare. <laughs> Fucking liberty. That not Air Force One? Nah, executive decision, most definitely. Get off my plane. <laughs> Aye, so they did what they, he was meant to be part of that film with Kurt Russell, and then oh, what, he, they, he was meant like, to be the star alongside Kurt Russell, and then he was just being Steven Seagal. So they were like, <laughs> deed. Out <laughs> of plane. Huh? No way. But I suppose they just kept his name for marketing then. 100%. They Bruce Willis them. Aye. 100%. Right. Um, Unbelievable. Tati Soup yeah. says, what 1996 comedy stars Jack Nicholson as president of the US? <laughs> Mars as Attacks. It gets. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Oh, why the... Heard his reggae album. I think I have actually. Me want a punane. You've actually got Steven Seagal singing in a fake Jamaican accent. It's fucking sublime. Uh, in fact, it's worth a copyright strike just to play some of it. <laughs> I'll play it at the end, okay? That way it's no messing much. 
Michael says, who was the original War Machine in Iron Man movie? And for a bonus point, who done the voice of for War Machine in the Iron Man cartoon? I'm no mad on Marvel, so... Hmm. Fuck off! Since when? I'm not mad on Marvel. I wouldn't say mad on Marvel. I think it's alright. You're Marvel mental, you. I'm actually not. I'm not. Since Some of when? it was alright. Well, I love Spider-Man, but I kind of put him in his own category. Like, he's up here and the Marvel stuff's over there. And right. I'm talking about Spider-Man, like OG Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, not fucking Tom Holland. Michael, am I right in saying that it was Terence Howard originally, and then it changed to that guy that said, you make daddy a sandwich? I kind of made his name, unfortunately. Terence Howard. Yeah. Watching one of my favorite right now, what sci-fi movie had a spaceship called the Lewis and the Clark? Oh, Don Cheadle. Hmm, let me just Ooh. have a think. The Lewis and Clark. Hmm. See, I remember this because I remember thinking it was the Lewis and Clark, like Superman, which is hmm. the wrong thing. Lewis and Clark were explorers. Fuck, fuck. Um, <clears throat> Mac and me. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it's a class film, man. Absolute classic. Event Horizon, maybe. Isn't it? Probably. Oh, it could be, actually. Probably Event Horizon. Um, Grumpy Scott says John, Don Chiddle. John, John, Don Chiddle. <laughs> Don Chiddle was the second one. I can't remember the first one. It was terrible. Brilliant hours. question. Event Horizon. Yay, I was right. There we go. Look at, look at you guys interacting with each other. This is good Mid fun. We should do this more often. Bank heist movie. Terrence Howard was in which 90s bank heist movie? Uh, I can tell you. It's right in, it's on the top of my head. I what? know it. It's called Dead Presidents. And it was uh, fucking superb. It's a great film. Um, who's who's in that again? Uh, Terrence Howard. I think you've got uh, David Keith or Keith David. I can remember. I never remember. He's night. the guy. He's the guy for Armageddon that plays the big black general guy. It's either David Keith or Keith David. I can picture him. He's got funny teeth. <laughs> and we're supposed to leave the fate of the world with a bunch of retards I wouldn't trust with a potato gun. That's his line. I'm quoting the movie, right? So it's fine. Uh, Um, probably all of them, no. In the Batman <laughs> animated series, what popular character made their debut in it? All of them. Batman. <laughs> um, Harley Quinn. Two Face. Red Hood. Red Hood. Who was he? Uh, Nighthawk. King. The Vietnam scene was epic. Oh, it was. Remember they they cut the guy's dick off and put it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. They cut the guy's dick off and put it. Uh, this is one of these films that nobody ever talks about and it's it's largely forgotten but it is actually a fucking awesome film you've got uh, Chris Tucker's in it um, uh, David Keith Keith David whoever the fuck how do you get fired on your day off uh, Lorenz Tate who was in he played O-Dog in Menace to Society he's the kind of main character in it there's actually quite a few kind of famous fa uh, famous faces in it but there's one thing that I can't get over and it's the way that Terence Howard says the word man in that film he goes, oh man, you know too motherfucking young to be a bit in here, man. <laughs> man. Man. Some Razor Ramon shit. Man, man. <laughs> what up, man? Fucking throw it at your face. Fuck out of here, man. man. 
Red Hood was Jason Todd, a.k.a. the second Robin. Yeah, and then he went on to... No, Nighthawk was the one. I, I Red Hood was the one that got done in a Joker. And that's DC, that's not Marvel. I like DC, it's all right. Um, uh, Blue by the way, shout, shout out to uh, Robbie Steedman, who is the director of fucking Dick Dynamite. Steedman, I. Steedman. Steedman. Steedman, what a fanny. Robbie Steedman. <laughs> yeah, he's deep man. He's deep. <laughs> God, his dick blown off. <laughs> they put it in some guy's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> dick Dynamite, which currently opened in New York. Uh-huh. Just back from NYC, baby. Did NYC, you see baby. the? Did you see the? I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Kev, you were thinking Dick Grayson, the first Robin, went to become Nightwing. That's right. Lander says, name the female sidekicks in Austin Powers. Um, all of them? Fuck me and fuck you. <laughs> you want all of them? Uh, well, right, fuck first, me. Fuck first you. One, yeah, but... <laughs> the first one is uh, Vanessa Kensington. The second one is Heather Graham. Aye, but who did she play again? Shit. Uh, I will remember. Nobody comment yet because I will remember. <laughs> um, fuck me and fuck you. Their sidekicks kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my God. What was her fucking name? Uh, it's, it's gone. And then there was Beyonce played. It was the third one. Um, I thought she was Pish. I don't like her. Fact, she was probably good in, she was good in Austin. Felicity Shagwell. <laughs> Felicity Shagwell, that was the second one. That was the second one. Felicity Shagwell. Shag. <laughs> and, oh, I've, I've got a faxy Cleopatra. <laughs> so, I, I, I do believe I get three points for that. Uh, right? Well done. All right? Well done. That was good. You need to do it with a click. Faxy Cleopatra. <laughs> she has an afro in it, eh? She does, I Still get it. Hey, she's by the way, nah. C3, um, all three of those films are brilliant. Like, I don't think... You know, sometimes you go, oh, the sequel was pish, or the third one, like, the first one was a bit... No, they th- consistently delivered, didn't they? They did. They did. I, I rewatched them all recently because me and my mate decided we were going to do it, and they are still fucking awesome. Like, some, some of the best lines are... They're, like Doctor Evil in the first one, where he goes to the council and the family counselling thing with Scott, and he's talking about his past, and he's like, <laughs> "My father would womanize. He would drink. He would make outrageous claims, like he invented the question mark <laughs> stuff like that. It's fucking awesome. My mother was a Belgian prostitute with webbed feet. <laughs> uh, no, I think." That so uh, was really good. Really good. Fat bastard's brilliant. <laughs> Get in my it's, belly. It's when Mini Me comes in and sprays the air freshener after Fat Bastard farts. And he's like, oh, great. <laughs> now it smells like somebody's done a shite in a pine tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Gold member collecting his skin is gross. But <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Dead. <laughs> ah. It's a keeper. Put it in the skin box, please. <laughs> 
I like how you can be racist against <laughs> much and nobody gives half a fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> the skin marks. In fact, that, that's, one of, that's one of Michael Caine's lines, isn't it? He's like, there's only two things in this world I hate. People that are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fun man. Well, oh. Shag now or shag later? Austin, the G. Do you smoke after sex? I don't know, baby. I never looked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you sounded like G when you were doing awesome powers. Because <laughs> he looks like Austin. Doesn't look like. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to like, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll make you do it. I will make you bring up a picture. Oh <laughs> well. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't look like Austin Powers. Maybe look. Remember that moment. <laughs> remember, remember that moment last week <laughs> when I said Jordan Yardley didn't look like a shark, and you went, "Look at this." Then uh-huh. we're going to have a similar moment now. I don't think he looks like Austin Powers. I'll bring up a picture of our friend G. We love G. I think he looks like Austin Powers. No, he does not. I don't think he looks like Austin Austin Powers. Nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. J-Mac needs a shack attack themed shirt. J-Mac attack. Yep, why not? Yeah, buy me one, send me it. (laughs) But the the only podcast that make you send us stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes, sometimes. Um, Do we have any more questions from you? Any more trivia? Well, in fact, why don't we send us never-ending story trivia? Because I believe we would we'd own that. That or Terminator. Hmm. Terminator, never-ending story, even Star Wars, maybe. And watch everybody will send us the hardest stuff. Star Wars, I'm fucked. That's a you. That's a you <laughs> thing, man. Mm, there's still stuff I don't know about Star Wars. I'd imagine, but I've spent a lot of time, like, going right into backstories and all the stuff. You are part play. of a rebel alliance and a traitor. Take her away. No, I know. No, that's actually a line from Star Wars. Luke, I'm your dog. No, see, that's when it comes. No, no, (laughs) you pumped my (laughs) mom. Nobody ever thinks about that when you think about Darth Vader being his dad. Well, mate, what's even worse is fucking Palpatine. Like, when did he ever get round to having a family? Because his granddaughter. You are my granddaughter. Like, no, no. <laughs> he kind of talks like Maybe. the Wishmaster. Something which feeds on wishes. Mm. Here, I've still <laughs> got those board games. Uh, what's it called again? Nightmare. Yeah. Um, what's it called again? The scary oh, one. Uh, Oh, Atmosphere. Sorry. That's... Yeah, I've got one and two. I actually fucked that up because Nightmare is what they call it in America. Over here, it's called Atmosphere. Right, well, I have one and two for us to play. And one is with the Gatekeeper. Two is Baron Samadhi, which is the name of the character for 
one of the James Bond films. It was a, the kind of voodoo guy. But in that, he look kind of looks a bit like a zombie Freddy Krueger. It's a bit weird. Um, I like Freddy board games with sequels. That was a very nineties thing. There you go. Uh, like Buckaroo too. Anybody wants to come and play these games with us as well, give us a shout. We will organise it. We'll have a proper week games night with a couple of... I was going to say fans. Let's go with folk that happen to tune in the night. <laughs> <laughs> you want some fans? Um, you want some? I'll give it you. <laughs> Nightmare on CITV was fucking awesome. Show as a kid. Oh, after shite now, like, it's not shite, man. <laughs> I've got a feeling Michael's been a bit fucking... Jakey here. <laughs> Either that or he's It's not mention it all the time. <laughs> I'd rather forget my time in America if it's all the same with you. <laughs> here, um, what was I going to say there? It was about playing games. I, I, off, I went into a place and I'm like, walked in, eh? I'm like, see this ring? This means I'm one of you. So sit <laughs> down. Right, sit down. Looks like, like a doggy. Smurfs fanny. <laughs> means I'm one of you. <laughs> And anyway, I walked in, and it's the type of place where you go in. Uh, no disrespect, by the way. It's these dudes have got hair down to their, their ankles. These dudes, leather jackets. Don't see much of the sunlight, right? Are you just talking about their pubes? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yo, how's business and whatnot with us being neighbours? And he's like, uh, we could do with better. And I says, well, like, I've got a podcast, you know, man. We they all right, you know. <laughs> like, how about we come in and you teach us how to play? I say it'll be funny. We'll set up cameras and you guys teach us how to play um D and D, and we'll just proper try hard and play it and see how fucking funny it'll be because I can guarantee it will be. I'm like, aye, aye, let's do it. Aye. I'm like, when? <laughs> They're like, right. aye, at some point, aye. I'm like, <laughs> so all right. Desperate to save your business, <laughs> right? Right. I'm like, here. It says people might tune in and watch us play it, right? That would never play it and go. These guys who don't play it look like they're having fun. This looks class. I'd love to play it in this same kind of setting. And you may get new people coming in, right? Mm -hmm. And even if only five people do, that's five more people than you never had before. Let's do it. Exactly. So we should do it. We'll get Matthew Man on the go and all, and Robbie Steedman. Um, Lender, you're more than welcome. Why Robbie? Just because he looks Come like he would fit in? <laughs> no, because he's here and he can answer us now. <laughs> but nice way to insult him. <laughs> I'm not insulting anybody. <laughs> you just says he looked like he could fit in. And I went like that, real tight. I believe you mentioned hair, arse, yeah. ankles. Hair's not his arse. It probably would be if he undreaded it. Exactly. Can you? See? You can undread it. Because I know that you, when you dread your hair, you lose like a third of its length but it gets chunky turns into like a rope he says D, D is long drawn out but fun oh we love long and drawn out oh wait a minute yeah we love long and drawn out i bet the boy owns bathgate regal is D, &D hardcore mm, play that we tune again <laughs> say that read this comment i bet the boy that owns bathgate regal is a D, &D hardcore deep and Hey, Graham Homewood says, Hey, been way too long, Jordan. Not tuned into you for a while, but 90s movies are so good and cheesy. Hi, J-Mac, here. No tuned into you for a while. Good and cheesy. <laughs> Play the tune. <laughs> Say it again. Good and cheesy. 
<laughs> How you doing, Graham? Uh, Thanks for tuning in, man. It has been a long uh, time. He actually texted me. Graham's a, an old friend of mine. He actually texted me about literally a week after my, my son was born. I was like, all right, mate, we need to get together soon. I was like, you've literally texted me at the worst time, mate. <laughs> I've just had a baby. Well, my wife just had a baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. I just got one. You, you just had a baby, huh? I, I, I just got one. It just, just arrived in the post. Um, Stark. Aye. Uh, so, um, aye, thanks for tuning in, Graham. It's nice to, nice to hear from you, man. Only D&D I liked was awesome 90s cartoon. I didn't really watch it, but they made a film of it, and Big Spencer Wilden's in it. Class. I'll come along to learn how to play D and D. I know, I know, which means also with you, fine young gentleman. <laughs> if drink is a, if drink is involved, <laughs> of course it will be. Of course it will. Be. I don't know if they've got a liquor license, mate. If they've got, I do. But... If they don't have a license, it means you can just bring your own. <laughs> oh, wait, a minute, wait a minute. I've got a personal license, which means wherever I go, it goes right. Let's go with that. <laughs> well, it's personal, right? Does <laughs> yeah. that know what it means? Does that know what it means? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Landry was playing D and D last night. See, the thing is, D and D is long and drawn out, and unless you're you're surrounded by the right D and D folk, you're not gonna you're not gonna survive. Best nineties cartoon was Captain Caveman in Hong Kong. Ooh, I remember that Captain Caveman. <laughs> Liquor license and no music. Mm, it'll all be fucking Italian stuff. It's so co- complicated, lol. It is, which is why it's hard for me to do on my own. Adam says, wasn't the first Mortal Kombat movie the 90s that was class and gave Mortal Kombat a banging theme tune? Yep, Mortal Kombat did get a is banging it, theme tune. Was it the movie that gave it that theme tune then? Or did it not already Well, it never, it never came in the game. So it was a movie. Aye. It, it wasn't right. in the game. I think now it is for the first time it was in Mortal Kombat like eleven. For the first time it went eh, 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 eh. That was about it. There's a new Mortal Kombat coming out in there. I keep mm-hmm. seeing things for it appearing on fucking TikTok and it's Dave Batista in Mortal it. Kombat. Oh. Um Van Damme's yeah. in it. Still waiting on Jace <coughs> and the Wheel Glorious movie. <coughs> I wish I knew what any of that meant. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Matthew, man, how fucking old are you, man? <laughs> JVD is in the new game. Correct. Correct. How come yes. when you leave out the sea, it sounds like a fucking venereal disease? JVD, Jean Van Damme. Oh, sorry, man. I can't come out tonight. How I've got, I've got like the JVD. It's fucking. Um, nearly, nearly as old as Kevin no, no, really. That sounds like a, hey, that sounds like that's eh, nearly as old as Kev's mom. But it's still not. Um, I Mortal Kombat 1, they rebooted it again. It's gonna be crap because of Van Damme. Jenny's. Know your there, audience, man. lady. You've got well, some Van Damme fans in the house. What, what, what is it? Is there a name for Van Damme fan, fans? Van you know fans. Oh, oh. Jean Claude Damme fan. <laughs> Um, Michael McComiskey, we did do a Mortal Kombat episode. We did. I can't even remember it. It's our most viewed thing on Facebook. Oh, the, Facebook. I was the new one though. Aye, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a good friend, filmmaker, one. filmmaker Giuseppe Lucarelli, who's working on a new film called Finestrum. Also made a film called Checkmate. Or... 
Amazon Prime, you can checkmate it out. Go and check it out. It's called Checkmate. Um, ah, he, he's a legend of a guy. Back in, no, he's nice a nice chap. Nice chap. Yes, super sweet. Um, Arnie was in the last MK with a, a fucking horrendous accent. <laughs> was he voiced by Stuart? He walks in, he's like, hi, it's nice to be here. <laughs> I am the Tominator. I'm the Tominator. I am in not the combat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just broke your task cam. Sorry about that. <laughs> You'll never let it go. You'll never let it go. No. Jean Claude Van Damme. Like him with his career. <laughs> um, well, he is a bit of a jerk, I heard. Yeah. We told the story before, but we were at a convention where he was, and the Power Ranger boy, who is now sadly no longer with us, Jason David Frank, was like, well, they say don't meet your heroes, and I met my hero backstage here, Van Damme. This was before we seen him on stage, and it was like, guy's a fucking arsehole. And then I seen years later the video of them behind the curtain, and um, Van Damme's like being quite witty and laughy with him, as in like quite sarcastic. And then David Frank's like, didn't he try and mug me off, bitch? He's like, fucking let's go then. Gets right up in his face and Van Damme's like, I didn't want any of this, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, take he can actually what fight. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking can. Saw him in the octagon. He can fight. Um, yeah. And that's what happened with that. So Van Damme literally shat it from the Power Ranger. The Power Ranger. There you go. Correct. <laughs> so lads and lassies it's been class that you've been here all night with us um, we've enjoyed it I'm sweating my absolute tits off here um, aye it's a toughie aye. Um, but you all, all all of you have tuned in and stayed with us this whole time so thank you for giving us your Sunday evening because you could be sitting watching Outlander or some shit like that um, <laughs> speaking of Outlander next week we do have a special guest on Ryan Hendrick who actually made Mercy Falls looks to be a class film on its way and I've not watched it so I can't tell you much about it but it looks kind of like a lonely place to die it's set in the woods oh no my pals fell he's hurt his cell well why don't we drag him to safety probably not going to be able to let's just fucking do him in that's what I got for the trailer um, okay. so, <laughs> so well, let's see what <clears throat> we will make sure we both view this film by the time that episode comes around next week and yeah, yep. if you've got any questions you want to ask us, blah blah blah, you can send it into the Facebook, the fucking other things, the Twitch, the email, <laughs> all, all those um, things. CM Punk, what is Yep. And CM Punk would have got his air handed to him. See you next time. Love you all, Janice. You're, you're a wee pleasure, Hen. Janice, man, you're a wee pleasure. <laughs> um, no, thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for being with us. Um, if I could give you all a wee drink through the screen, I would. This is like some mad herbal tea. You know, a dull boy, Robin. Yeah. His album's actually sitting down there, right? So I went into a wee tea shop because I was like, I want to find some fucking smashing tea that doesn't kill you and just makes you feel good. I was having one of those days where I'm like, I need to just feel good, man. So I went to look for some fucking mad expensive tea and I seen his missus in there and I was like, oh, hiya. So we got chatting about tea. It was class. But that's the tea I just had. All righty. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I hope we'll see you next weekend. For Expendables, yes, Expendables 4 comes out. Matthew, man, pop in, man, pop in. And uh, I will fucking catch you all on the flip side. Um, good week for cinema.
No, really, but it gives me a chance to put some indies on, see how they run and do my bit. Do my bit. While I'm in a position of being able to do something good, I'm going to do it. So, yeah. is what it is. All right, and we'll fucking see you next week. Tune in. Make sure you guys come back nine o'clock next week and speak to Ryan Hendrick, filmmaker, writer. This is the guy you want to chat to. He's made a film. Yeah. We'll keep working on the Tim Ballard interview as well. So keep your eyes Aye, on. that's coming. That's coming. Thanks, everybody, for their questions and keep them coming. And we'll, we'll fucking see you soon, eh? We'll fucking we'll see you soon, eh? So thank you and enjoy the rest of your night, lads, eh? Anything you want to say, J-Mac, before I go? Fucking no. See you later. See you later, guys. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs>